The Mark of Athena, Chapter 33, Annabeth. Annabeth figured it could have been worse. If she had to go on a horrifying solo quest, at least she'd gotten to have lunch with Percy on the banks of the Tabor first. Hi, I'm Ava. I'm Neve. And I'm Brayden. And this is Return to Camp Half-Blood, the English class that you always wanted. Where we analyze the Percy Jackson and Heroes of Olympus books through a new theme every week. Ava, Neve, how are we this week? I'm getting by. Oh my god, but um <laughs> yesterday like, so funny. I don't know why. <laughs> yesterday I went to this like random church rummage sale and I found a hard copy of the Blood of Olympus for 50 cents. So bought it. That's a win. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all right. Um, I am home. It's warm. I had like a couple days off from work and they were very peaceful and relaxing. And now I'm back at work all the time. So, um, fun, not fun transition. Um, but I'm doing okay. I do have a scone that I got from a cafe in my town. So if you hear me eating, I'm going to try my best to be eating silently, but I am really hungry. So I will be eating this scone as we're recording this. Um, so sorry if that like creeps you out, but I am so hungry. <laughs> I'm going to do my best to keep the volume to a minimum. How, How are, are you, Raven? Oh, Jinx. Um, I am. I am. Yeah. I am me and I am. Um I am on lunch break. It is hot today. We were talking about before we got on the the recording about how hot it was today. Um, across the world, it seems, uh, because uh, we have a special guest this week. Uh, this week, we are talking about um, the Mark of Athena chapters 33 through 37. I'm not looking at my page. Or, that seems too much. It's 36. 36. I was always so close. Um, through the theme of wisdom. And we are joined by one of our favorite guests. Um, friends of the pod. Fran. Hi. Sorry, I suddenly unmuted and then muted myself again. And that was very chaotic and very, very <laughs> scary. Hi, everyone. Yeah, it's hot to hear too. It's for, I, I'm guessing your audience is probably mostly American. So it's 90 degrees Fahrenheit. It is the hottest day of the year so far. And I want to die. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and do you want to just introduce yourself to our our listeners in case mm-hmm. they have somehow missed? Yeah. If they don't know who you are, then they should get on it, but it's fine. <laughs> yes, on I, it. <laughs> I'm happy to do so. So, um, hi, everyone. I am Fran. I am a fellow Percy Jackson podcaster of the Best Damn Camp. Yes, it is damn spelt the correct way. Um, I am also an author where my debut novel, Home to the World, is coming out this August, on August 20th. It is a three novel series and other many things coming out, including a mythology book on Celtic mythology next year um and uh yeah that's i whilst i i do youtube at healthy dose of fran i do another podcast called entering storybrook and i'm gay that's the most important of the things i have listed (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> comprehensive. <laughs> comprehensive list. That well, one should have been at the top. Celtic one. I'm going to buy that. That's so exciting. I love yes. that. Yes. I will update um, in the Discord or um, like on Instagram stuff when that's out, but it should be out next year. It's with Bandalay Books and it's part of a extended universe of mythology in modern day. So there is West African mythology, there is uh, South American mythology, Celtic, Norse, all that sort of stuff. And they are all part of the same universe and may come together in one story one day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's so exciting yeah uh, that's amazing i always forget how cool all the people that we've met through doing this podcast <laughs> really are until everyone like lists off their resumes and we're yeah. like oh, we have met so many fascinating people such good friends uh, um yeah so this week we're talking about margaret athena um fran uh as, as you know as since you've been here uh Many times, it is your task to uh, summarize these chapters for us um, in our uh, 45-second recap. Yes, I actually forgot about that until just now. So that's going to be interesting. <laughs> that's how we like it. We like it to be a surprise every time and that you have to do this. The more off the cuff, the like better that these turn out. <laughs> I, one day I'll make like a one. I know what I should do. This will take a lot of time, but like make like a compilation of all of them, and we'll just have an episode that is like a recap of of all of Percy Jackson and all of Heroes of Olympus through um thirty to forty five second. We recap. would miss some key events. <laughs> <laughs> all right, three, two. One, go. So Annabeth is on the quest by herself. She's left Percy. She's on the back of a scooter with um, Audrey Hepburn, who isn't actually Audrey Hepburn, but we love that anyway. Uh, she goes into a deep uh, cave underground because she can't explore Rome because that's not how she's going to find the thing. She's got to go under Rome because that's where the real Rome is. Uh, she ends up in a sexist cavern with ghosts who still are stupid and she figures things out she breaks through the cavern and gets through to where she really needs to be but she breaks her foot which is not great and everything is going bad because then the spiders come but thankfully the weaving goddess herself Annabeth fuck you Athena um is able to make a bridge and gets across um and the spiders don't stop uh, don't keep coming because they're like ha 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 now you're in the worst of it and then she sees uh, uh, what's her name Ar- you are Ar- out of time <laughs> I was about to say Arcane. I was like, no, no, that's the name of a show. (laughs) (laughs) It was close, though. Yeah. That was pretty close. That was good. You got it, like, under the wire. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That that is what I aspire to be. (laughs) I feel, like, very gay of you that you mentioned Aubrey Hepburn. Only Audrey Hepburn and <laughs> not Gregory Peck. I thought that I didn't give a damn about the dude. I was like, it's Audrey Hepburn. Who else? Like, no one else matters. <laughs> I don't I care. Thinking, it was funny. I was like, knowing friend, that was very intentional choice. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably a generic white man. Why do I need to know his name? Like, they're all the same. He yeah. is pretty generic. Yeah. <laughs> also, what was his name? Like, Gregory? I mean, come on. that's even Gregory worse. <laughs> yeah, like that's that's like generic, generic white man. Yeah, one of the like top three generic white man names. Yes, that's the true. other is Ben. Ben, I feel like is a very generic. Like ben. I know multiple Bens, and then Mark. 
But Marks are usually dickheads as well. So it's like they're both a generic white man and a dick. <laughs> See, but I I would have agreed with you before. I'm really turning a corner on Mark because of Moon Knight. Um, um yeah. Mark is very endearing. Turning a corner on the name. <laughs> yeah. Just generally. I, it's just just you know you sometimes you see a name in a new light. Mm. It's so funny. What songs do we have this week? Ava, you go first. I'm deciding between two still. No. <laughs> I have mine. Go no. I have mine. I was deciding between two. Um, I really almost went with Boulevard of Broken Dreams. Um, but I decided to go with I Walk Alone by Cher. It yeah. Because it was honestly, I was going for the I Walk Alone line of of Boulevard of Broken Dreams, but I Walk Alone by Cher, like the vibes of the full song fit a little better too. I was really appealing to Neve and Ava individually there, huh? <laughs> yeah, really? Yeah. That, that seemed almost coor- like plans to just be that. Wow. Yeah. Boulevard of Broken Dreams. It's a really great song, but it, it's just, it's crossed over into like meme territory or something. Yeah. Yeah, it has. Who's next? Okay. I was prepared. I don't, I don't know if I've already said this one, which makes me nervous. Not this book, but I might have said it in a different book. When has that stopped you before? It's waking up in Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> 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 waking up in Vegas again. That was oh, so. Or waking up in Vegas. No one is always picking waking up in Vegas. It honestly um, wouldn't not work for this this these chapters, but I hope you have something else. No, it's not waking up in Vegas. And thinking about that, it really would honestly be kind of like dismissing how intense these chapters are to be like like waking up in Vegas. So I actually not- I'm not gonna spoil what I'm thinking about it for because I'm we're not spoiling the, the rest of these books for Ava, but the beginning of the next book. Waking up in Vegas? No, that also, like... (laughs) I think it's incredibly funny. But, like, you know, in, like, a CW show where they play, like, a dark version? That's what get for waking up in Vegas. (laughs) That's atrocious. Um, Okay. I don't think I picked it yet. It's Maps by the Front Bottoms. Which, funny story, is a song that when Brayden was out visiting me, played in my car, and I skipped it. He was like, why'd you skip that song so fast? I was like, I actually don't think I can listen to this in front of you. Because it's really, like, one of my most emo picks on my entire, like, listening discography to the point where I was like, this is actually embarrassing. Like, if you don't know this song, I don't think you can find out it exists while I'm in the car with you. Um, But it... It's a good song, in my opinion. I like listening to it. Um, and it I feel like it has just... The main like line in it is there's a map in my room and the walls in my room and I have big, big plans. But it like 
is takes that line and like immediately twists it into like very dark things of like like feeling like you can't like like you're not going to be able to do anything that you want to like aspire to do or um and I think it plays interesting into the fact that Annabeth has to do this and like is not not is just not sure that she's gonna do it but like like is being forced to in a way like completely by herself and that's also what the song talks about um is being alone a lot so yeah if you want a really good emo listen the front bottoms are great band (laughs) you definitely i don't think you picked this song but we definitely do have at least one other front bottom song on one of our playlists it's possible interesting i my, oh god okay I don't know when I'm gonna do a serious one ever again because I was really like I thought of this and I was like no like I can't do that it is so wrong in so many ways and so I tried to to rethink it and it didn't work nothing came up <sighs> um I don't know why I really don't know why this is true um but the song that for me just matches annabeth's essence of like girl boss badass like tricking people and being the real main character i'm so (laughs) you should be um in advance i'm gonna say i didn't pick black widow by iggy azalea it did cross my mind I didn't pick it. You're so welcome. Okay. I suppose you have more chapters where we are under threat of that. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, you are. Um, no, I picked Red You Wrote You from RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars 2. Ava, these are so felt- serious chapters. <laughs> it felt so right. Because she is that bitch. And a hush fell over the ground. <laughs> I have no idea what to say, Ava. What the Freedom fuck? was trying to make words, but no sound was coming out. We just spent last week talking about how unhinged this playlist has become. And you just, you just said, absolutely, I agree. <laughs> I did. I just, it, it felt so right. I couldn't, you know, I went with my gut. What an escalation from Roman Holiday. Yeah. Which was also... Yeah. Well, you know. Maybe someday I'll return to my slightly more hinged Taylor Swift roots, but not this week. Amazing. moment to decompress i'm just still in a little bit of shock (laughs) all right what are our favorite moments from these chapters well oh oh sorry (laughs) no please go (laughs) i've done enough (laughs) i was gonna say for me i think it was specifically the scene of like seeing Annabeth like fully use her intelligence of like creating that ladder out of those plastic swords and the thread I that was just like I was like oh my god this is Pete Queen like literally legendary moment 
um and just every just all the different ones like even the one in like the cavern with the ghosts where she's like i can see the pressure points because i'm smart as fuck mm-hmm. um and <laughs> being able to destroy it. but like those moments of seeing her into like and seeing like her work her way out of situations to keep herself safe is amazing of course in the case of the cavern didn't work out well because she managed to break her ankle doing it <laughs> like i know you're trying to prove a point hun but um <laughs> that was stupid <laughs> um but yeah just that moment of her creating that ladder I just thought was really really cool and I love her I was geeked the entire Mithras scene just every time to also just set the scene of me listening to the audiobook of these chapters I went and saw Lightyear alone last night and then I came home and it was like midnight and I started making a my um, Justice League puzzle, and I opened a bottle of wine, and I was listening to these chapters, and I was just tee hee heeing the whole every time. <laughs> like, and oh, I see a bull, and he killed the bull, and the, it, it was just like the way she the way she pulled all that shit out of her ass was incredible and so incredibly funny, and that every time she'd be like. And he was birthed from stone, and be like, they'd be like, the big mother knows. <laughs> it was just so incredibly funny to me. Uh, the thing about that scene is, like, I did not realize what was it that she said the magma something or other that she named herself or whatever. Um, I, magna Mater. Magna Mater. That was it. I've seen that around before, and I had no idea that it meant big mother. And I was like, I feel like it sounds so cool, but it just means big. big yeah, like, it's unfortunate. It was a, uh, it was an interesting moment for me. I'm like, wow, that mean that's be, like named after that film, Big Mama's House. Like it's just Big Mama. <laughs> no, it was incredible. I was, I was living it up in my in my room alone. I mean, I was also going to talk about the weaving, um, but no, you do bring up a very good point. The idea that these like, I don't know whatever the fuck they are. I don't even remember at this point. So much happened. It goes. Calling this like, yeah, but I'm, I'm assuming that as living creatures, they were like full adults. Um calling this teenager big mother and like meaning it with their full chests so funny to me the big mother knows like i just oh my god i definitely a quote to remember it was just like how much they were reacting and how like little she was getting it was just like it was i don't know it was rick i have to be honest when he tries to be too funny is often not funny. Like when he leans into it too hard, it often misses. Mm. This was a hit. (laughs) He he correctly did it this time. Let's have a round of applause. (laughs) Yeah. We don't know the next time we're going to get this opportunity to be like good, funny. No, the actually the next two books from here are just good, sad. (laughs) you're right you're right good sound but long book (laughs) yeah yes actually i'm very excited house of hades is my favorite 
So House of Hades is where I stopped. So that should be fun. I read like a couple chapters of it. We will hit a point at one point where I will be the only one who knows anything. Yeah. And then after Blood of Olympus, none of us know anything. (laughs) I'm just glad I won't be the only one who doesn't know what's happening anymore. All right. We're going to take a quick break and then we'll be back to talk about our theme this week. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're back to talk about our theme this week. Uh, Our theme this week is a little on the nose, but I felt it important to just talk about wisdom and what wisdom means um, and what wisdom powers mean, because that is certainly confusing. (laughs) (laughs) It for sure is. But before we get into the the aspects of that theme that are incredibly on the nose in these chapters. I want to point out a very specific way that I saw it in like two paragraphs. <laughs> so before we get into the larger discussion, because there's like a moment in the beginning chapters where Annabeth mentions that she has, she's like, like, she's like, God, I haven't done this since I was a kid. And I was like, what? and then she mentioned like talks about how she was like, like she ran away and was on her own. For a considerable amount of time. And I just thought that played in very interesting because I don't know. I, I've always been like throughout this entire reread of this book, I've been subconsciously just thinking about how much we have only really seen Annabeth with her friends because we like the first entire series was all through Percy's point of view. So whenever Annabeth was alone, we weren't seeing that. And then she was like, she was like kind of a moment in Lost Hero, but that book sucked. And also like, she was always with people like, and so you just think of her as this character that really has never had to deal with anything alone. And then you get a reminder that she dealt with like the heaviest thing of running away by herself when her family was um, abusing her when she was like seven. (laughs) You're like, oh, like she does have prior, because I feel like a lot of wisdom is prior experience. And it's just an aspect of this whole journey that she has been going on this whole book and that she's about to go on that. I forgot she does have experience. in. It's makes me think about that phrase of like, Oh, you're mature for your agent. Like, no, it's trauma. Like that's, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the situation yeah. here with Annabeth. She, she's mature for her age, but because of trauma, she may be wisdom's daughter, but she's also the daughter of trauma. No, that doesn't make any sense. I'm going to say the daughter of trauma. Um, <laughs> But like even in this um, section as well, like I think it was not long after that part that she mentioned that she watched 
Rowan Holiday with her dad. And it was a few, like when she had the ambrosia after she broke her ankle, like the memory she had was of the two of them spending alone time together watching these cheesy old movies. And it just makes me sad every time I read bits about it. I'm just like, this girl has had a miserable life and no one recognises it. I am still kind of mad that they have her get back together with her family because her family deserves prison um, and she deserves, they don't deserve her. They just, they should have apologised. There's a whole bit of where she apologises. I'm still mad about it. Um, and, but... <laughs> Um, but there's just it's the whole thing about it, just seeing these sections, seeing that even though all the terrible things that they did to her, her happy memory is still spending time with her dad, like even after all the terrible stuff he did to her. She has such a good heart. Annabeth deserves therapy and a hug. <laughs> <laughs> and a, all expenses paid holiday as well. Mm. Like Definitely. Canada seems chill, like maybe send her to Canada. So she can just like get, get a break. I haven't seen many issues there throughout the series. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I I like that we begin these set of chapters by like diving a little bit back into her past in such a way that Rick does a really good job at making it very unclear if Annabeth is going to make it out of this book or not. And I... I'm not saying I think I would have killed her. <laughs> I'm saying if I wrote this book, I think I would have killed her because um, I'm not saying she does. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that she isn't dead. I'm glad that she, I, I'm, that was not my goal. <laughs> I, don't want, I don't wish ill upon her, but I do think her story kind of gets wrapped up very, she like her original story. Like she obviously continues to be a character so her story continues. Character arcs never really actually end. It's kind of like an archetype that we place on things. But her arc that began in the first book gets wrapped up a lot in this book in that like, and that's why I like how much we dive back into her past. Well, we have her faced her, like what is like her greatest, greatest enemy Um um in this book um so i'm not saying she should die but i said it would have made sense so it is scary that you're like is she going to die or not i guess that does kind of spoil the ending but i don't think ava ever thought that they were that that was gonna happen no (laughs) that wasn't (laughs) my ideas no i would say that is one thing the series missed is there needed more there was there was need for more deaths just in general it's really like the young adult genre. Like, I think that Rick knew, like, if this girl died, he would never sell another book. Like, people would just be furious. And then if you think, I don't, I did not read the book where this happens, obviously, but I just know it happens because I was on the internet. <laughs> um, the person who does die, and we all know who I'm talking about, right? I think, you know, uh... <laughs> it you know it made sense and I think that Rick realized that over a couple of books that like this he would be able to still sell books <laughs> yeah <laughs> so like if she died no one none of his like 15 maximum age audience would ever buy his book ever again and like I think that's why we don't see a lot of 
but it would be if this wasn't a young adult book it would be a very interesting exactly if, if this was an hbo series Yes. She, she would not make it out. Okay. Say, I, I picked up by Disney Plus, but by HBO. Holy oh, shit. God. That would be the craziest television show ever. I was going to say, I, I would half counter in the sense that he killed more people in a middle grade series than he did in this young adult yeah. one. Wow. Uh, 20 plus people died mm-hmm. and then an unknown number on a cruise ship in the original series. Yeah. Like a lot of death. And then we get like, one that didn't even end up counting <laughs> yeah yeah you're so right uh i just like that <laughs> right. i like death as a plot device not enough yes. things actually use death as a plot device mostly that's just the kind of media i consume i like superhero things and i like sci-fi and fantasy and no one ever dies I'm not or they say, die, they just keep coming back. Exactly. Oh God, I hate when that happens. I say, hate- I'm not going to say, Brayden, that you'll you'll like my book, but <laughs> that's incredible. <laughs> that's so funny. I do have to say the only thing. This is I know I'm talking about X Men again. Um, I've been <laughs> on. I, I'm in an X Men um, obsession right now. Um, the X Men are the only thing I've seen do the not dying well because the the like new Hickman run of the X-Men literally just made it so that they can't die. Like made it so that they can all like, they can just re-resurrect all the mutants. Because if I was like, okay, if you live in a comic book world where no one actually dies anyways, just make it so that death doesn't matter at all. It's like, I don't half-ass it. <laughs> because I hate, we we, so much media is like, Someone dies, big funeral. We'll, we're all sad, and then they come back the next episode. It's like I don't like when the, when authors try to have it both ways to like kill off characters, but like to get the like grief and impact, but then bring them back so we still have the character. Unless they're gay, because then they'll make sure they stay dead. That's true. Oh, no. The gay people do die, and that's why I'm gay because I like kill, killing off characters. <laughs> say that's because i'm gay because i keep dying (laughs) (laughs) i was like okay this is an interesting twist well speaking of wisdom it's okay we've got off topic worse before um i think i was really fascinated by the section uh in which Annabeth is like, lists off all of her friends and what they can do that she can't. And then how she is still better. It was like, it was, it was like actually like a genuine like concern of her, but like, it was just funny because all of us know is like, you can still like take them all in a fight. So it was just funny to see like her insecurity, but as an audience knowing that like, she was like, well, if Percy were here, he could, it's like, but none of them would able to get here all of your friends would get lost in a parking lot. You're so right. right. Yeah. Wisdom daughter walks alone because everyone else got lost on the way. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Or distracted. Or distracted. Forgot what they were doing. Yeah. 
it is interesting. We kind of like for the first time find out how Annabeth, like what Annabeth's powers actually are. And they're like, make no sense whatsoever, but are very convenient for the plot. Yeah, yeah. that was a really interesting part of this that we've like, yeah. Because I'm trying to think of any other instance where we've seen her like explicitly use a power, not just like be smart. Yeah, I was just thinking then, and it, admittedly for the original series, that'll be because like the the plot needed Percy to be the one to to figure yeah, it out. Totally. <laughs> Every so often, I'm still kind of like when he leaves the battle and battle of Manhattan. I'm like, but why? He's useless. He doesn't know battle strategy. Annabeth is right here. <laughs> why? <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't think we've seen her use powers before. The one that confused me the most was definitely like her seeing like the structural. Like the uh, what, what did she call them? The like the points that you could hit, and it would just like whole thing would crumble. Oh yeah, the, the it had a word security <laughs> something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So that was an interesting one. I was kind of like, okay, that's kind of cool, but also <laughs> it's one of those powers we kind of like. There's literally only like a very rare situation where that would be useful, <laughs> and yeah. this just happened to be one of them. Um, I was like, okay, that one kind of made sense because, like, she really likes architecture. That's something she studied, but she also magically can do any craft. That was so, so that good. Such a moment. It was such was, a moment. Oh, Are you kidding me? I was Rick. like, I do feel like you have to know a little bit how to, like, maybe you have a natural aptitude, but it makes no sense that you can just like, like, she has an encyclopedic knowledge of like the Girl Scout handbook. <laughs> yes, no, because that makes. Perfect sense for children of Athena to have um like encyclopedia. Ooh, oh my god! Or that um like the the how to guide for daring girls. Oh my god, the daring book. What I'm girls. talking about? Yeah, that she definitely has that on lock too. Like just in the brain anytime she needs it. No, it was just so funny because Rick was really grasping at straws, and I say that like. Like, it was hilarious. Like, good for him. Like, he did it in a fun way. But it was just so funny. Because she was like, oh, my God. Like, my foot is broken. And this is literally fucking impossible. What am I going to... Well, I'm really good at crafts. <laughs> so... <laughs> I loved it. Oh, God. I have to kill the spider goddess with the power of arts and crafts. <laughs> Rick really said save yeah. the arts because maybe it will save your life. <laughs> the, thing that the thing that really got me the most was I i could not for the life of me visualize what was happening when she weaved her way across a cavern. Me too. But I was like trying to picture how that was even like, I could not even like, and Rick describes it pretty detailed. And it still makes absolutely no sense. I was like, I don't know if, that this is how weaving works. <laughs> Literally. I was also just thinking, just thinking about these different like tasks that she had to do to get to Black Widow. I don't, I can't say her name at all. There was like only like technically three tasks and they were all kind of, when they were going through them, I'm like, this is actually kind of simple. How has no one else got into the Black Widow? Because, like, one is tricking people who have the answers right in front of you. 
crossing a chamber <laughs> and that's kind of it and maybe getting out of the room but like I, uh, it's I, just I guess a lot of them must have made it to Arachne maybe she just ate most of them like yeah I think she did so doesn't she say that Annabeth was the first one though was that like mm. I think she's I think it was like the first in um millennia or something like that that she said uh maybe i just remember thinking i'm like this is kind of like i'm not good at arts and crafts but this seems very piss easy like <laughs> come on at least add another task in somewhere of like daring do's or whatever i don't know it's i get a bit simple. you have to make it to rome yeah she did have she did press the easy button on getting to rome like she did, like I'm sure not everyone else. That had was the it. easiest way anyone could ever get. To well, I mean, but like you know that like like she saw clues in like Charleston, like Charleston too. Like she saw other like clearly. I think the path is a lot longer, and she just kind of like skipped to the end of it. It feels like mm-hmm. perhaps, or perhaps not. <laughs> Yeah, I think just one extra task, I think, would have just, like, I would have been fine with. It's just, I feel like Rick did, like, there's this writing thing of, like, the power of three. Like, when you're listing things out in description, you just see yeah. three things to not overwhelm. So I feel like he was doing that with the tasks, but at the same time, I'm kind of like, break the rule here, because, like, I felt, it felt like there was something missing. Like, when she did the weaving bit to kind of make the bridge, I felt there was going to be something else before, like, maybe something to do with Janice. Um, of like choosing which door to go to to get to the widow. Yeah, or some like Princess Bride like potion thing where you have to like yeah take the point like some like some cor- some more like little like clever thing something more wisdomy. Yeah, because mm-hmm. she's done architecture. She's done kind of wisdomy within that architecture bit. She's done the arts and crafts. Do like just one more intellect based thing to kind of get there, maybe. Yeah, maybe like battle planning, uh, just like sketching out, like just make a sketch of a battle plan. I don't know, (laughs) (laughs) fight a monster to get to the other. We're really, really like, she's gonna do the craftiest quests ever. She's weaving, she's sketching. Yeah, like, yeah, Yeah. frankly, I have seen obstacle courses harder than this. Yeah. Yeah. Let's try. Let's put her on American Ninja Warrior and see what happens. Yeah, make <laughs> her like that in like under a minute. She'd be yeah. done. <laughs> no, it's true. Yeah. Remember, um, this was like an elementary school thing. I don't remember the name of the test, but there was like a test where you had to like read really fast. It was like how many words could you read in a minute? It was like a re. Did no one else have this? I don't think so. It was crazy. But like like a map like an, a maps test maybe like take the SATs. Or like what she does in the labyrinth with the Sphinx. Yeah, the LSATs. The LS. Oh my god! I call it the RSATs because it's the Roman. Some what does that yeah. stand for? I don't uh, know what it's, it's law school admission test. So, oh um, oh, legally blonde. Oh my bad. I thought it was like the SATs was like a thing. I oh yeah no LS. Oh god, Fran. Sorry, it's very warm. <laughs> it's like the, the A-Rats, the Arachne room admission test. <laughs> the A-Rats? The That's A-Rats. Good. I don't know. I like Challenge her. She didn't feel challenged. Oh, she something like... 
Yeah. <laughs> not so through enough in these chapters. Yeah, and she still has one other. <laughs> she could crawl. She could hop her way to victory. Mm-hmm. Make her fight Arachne on doing a handstand. Like, there's a challenge. Yeah. I'm, oh, I was just thinking, you know, like in, unfortunately to bring you this up, in Harry Potter where they're trying to get into where like the snake is and there's like, they have to speak something to open it. Something yeah. like that, but without, instead of speaking, it's answering a puzzle to get the door to open, to get to Arachne. And bring in like uh, the Goonies, so like each time you get it wrong, a bit of the cavern falls behind it and gets closer and closer. Yeah, something like that. Tension and intellect. And the Goonies. I keep thinking of I keep thinking of their like challenges too, though. And like they kind of the next couple of chapters are like different. They the other like teams that go out of of the seven each like have their own little puzzle. So I guess you can't give them all to uh, Annabeth because like you have the the water room and you have the um the uh archimedes sphere yeah so you 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 can't do a like code language thing and you can't do like you can't do that like closing in room because you're doing it in someplace else yeah i don't know grow a plant (laughs) i don't know take yeah take care of a plant that's wisdom yeah (laughs) Train a dog. Oh God! Train a dog. (laughs) She would never make it through. That's fair. I do have to say, once we saw Arachne, she was terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, Rick did it. He wrote a scary scene. Oh yeah. I always say Rick would be so good at horror. I really want him to do a horror story. I agree with that. I do agree. When he really leans into it, it's great. Like the he's very good at. I have I've actually mixed feelings about this. The Arachne tension is just so clear so early, but he keeps playing like they don't say Arachne's name forever because they're like, and we'll never know who it is. It's like we all know, we all know. But like once we get down to that final scene, he really like the amount that he keeps playing that tension that like she's like moving around in the shadows and like like that is fucking freaky. Yeah. Yeah. And the description of her physically awful. I just I hate spiders, so that's already a big loss for me. I don't know. I th- <laughs> I do think it does help that no one likes spiders, so like there's always are already a win there. Yeah. Except for Bobby Irwin. Go check out Bobby Irwin. He's Steve Irwin's son and he's amazing. Oh, that's sick. I do like him. I like the Irwins. Yeah. His TikTok is really cute. I liked Bindi Irwin on Dancing with the Stars. I love her. I, I, when I was little, I watched her show like religiously. So that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I bet <laughs> it does. I feel like it's a very like queer person show to watch too. Oh yeah, Bendy the Jungle Girl. Let's be fucking real. That never aired here, and now I'm kind of I'm getting that FOMO feeling. You can probably find it online. I probably can. I'm actually going to look it up after this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sass moments. 
Oh my God. I have it. I have it. So ready. I was, I was reading these chapters and I was like, ah, there it is. And then I forgot where it was, but I, I found it. Um, okay. Let's see. This was the whole, the big mother section. Um, kill her. One of the ghosts charged his hands out to strangle her, but he passed right through her. You're dead. Annabeth reminded him, sit down. (laughs) (laughs) So good. A very good one. Something about you're dead. Sit down. was so good. Mine is actually the line right before it. I kind of said this earlier. It's, um, the magna mater, a ghost wailed in despair. The big mother. Just the line. That's amazing because Rick did not intend that to be funny. Like 110% did not mean. I don't know. The The audiobook is very clearly directed. It's, <laughs> the, it, I think that's what geeked me so much is that overall, the audiobooks for House of, uh, House of Olympus, Heroes of Olympus, kind of poor. Um, but he the way he read that scene was so the comedic timing was impeccable oh my god okay mine was annabeth sat up and glared at her ankle you had to break she scolded it the ankle did not reply (laughs) (laughs) such an like of course she would do that it makes so much sense so woman was too stunned to speak (laughs) exactly I can't think of one. <laughs> I think the only one that that's slightly coming to mind is her bad mouthing. The I don't have the scene in because I forgot to bring my book upstairs. Um, <laughs> it's a scene with uh, the ghosts, and she's talking about how if they let girls in, they wouldn't have stupidly left all the answers all around. That's that's the only thing I can think of. I can't remember exactly <laughs> no, where the scene goes. <laughs> I'm like, Annabeth, that's all well and good. But if that had happened, you would never have gotten in and have died. (laughs) Be grateful for stupidity. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Who are we giving offerings for this week? I mean, girl, Annabeth's the only character. Yeah. I do think I might give mine to Arachne just because she... she was done kind of dirty in this telling of the myth. Like, she was just trying to win a competition. And, like, I'm always trying to win a competition. So I have sympathy for her. <laughs> I I respect that a lot. I have a lot of sympathy for Arachne. Um, if I were changed into a spider, I'd be pissed, too. <laughs> Frankly, yeah. I would be really mad. <laughs> yeah. I also, I, I, Athena is the worst. So. Yeah, especially in this book, she's really not great. Yeah, I was not, I kind of wasn't a fan of how she ended up being characterized. I'm like, I'm sorry, if Poseidon gets to be the lovable fun guy when he's a douchebag in mythology, why can't Athena be a fun loving mother? That's the thing. Exactly. She does get the treatment of like, oh, most of the gods are awful in the Greek myths and then she like does not get improved in these. Exactly. I don't think it, it doesn't even seem like there was an attempt 
I don't know if it, there was an attempt and it just failed, but it doesn't even seem like Rick is attempting to make her look reasonable. No, like it, it really just looks like she is just forcing her kid to a death set, like a death quest because yeah. she like is. And I don't know the original myth of like where this plot line came from. And it probably comes across that bad in the original myth too. But like Rick's just done a lot of, in the past, a lot of different things to make situations look better than they are. And he really let Athena have it with this one. He was like, I will not try and justify this at all. This yeah. is just like a shitty death quest that Annabeth has gone because her mom is being mean. Like, it is yeah. so weird. Yeah. I was going to say, I don't think this is actually tied to any mythology. I think this is fully Rick's yeah. creation oh, of like sorry. a quest for the Athena Partheos. I think it's um, just like inspired by the fact it was taken. It's yeah. really just like Liam Neeson's Taken, but with a statue. <laughs> Annabeth has right. a very specific set of skills. <laughs> and those skills include breaking ankles, <laughs> weaving, <laughs> weaving and throwing fire at spiders. Yeah. Um, I think my offering is actually going to go to Athena on my side because this she did not get a break in these novels. Like, she's not that bad. <laughs> Like Zeus, Poseidon, like worse. Like, come on. And also she's being portrayed as like the crazy sort of like woman sort of stereotype of like being mad because like she's got two minds at the moment and stuff like that, which we didn't really get with any of the other gods. Like she's the only one who's being portrayed as mad. Yeah, because the they they like say that the rest of them are like, oh, having difficulty between the two of them. But then we... But the rest of them, we just, like, see, like, in one or the other. And then Athena is, like, crazy. Mm. Yeah. And it's like, why? (laughs) Why have you done this? And I'm going to go with, because you're stupid. Like, Rick, respect. But also, come on now. (laughs) Stupid. Um, So, yes, I'm going to give it to her because I feel like um, she's got a rough, rough lot of it all. And if she was in her right mind, she wouldn't be a dick. Um, she still probably wouldn't be great because none of the gods are, but she'd probably be a little nicer <laughs> and maybe let her have her invisibility cap. Yeah. yeah. Um, my offering is for all the Athena kids who uh, didn't vibe, that 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 died. Um, just like there were so many bones. <laughs> there were so many that couldn't weave. So many couldn't. So many of them could not weave. Um, so many of them picked a dagger. <laughs> and I, I also, feel bad for uh, people who die because they're stupid. I relate. You know, yeah. not smart enough to succeed. I'm sorry. That's awful. I kind of want to know how they died because, like, it was by dagger or by fire. But they're all ghosts. So how are they? Like, how are they dying from a ghost that would not even be able to pick up a dagger? Yeah, I want to know like exactly what like does it just like shoot out of the wall? Like what what is the vibe here? <laughs> yeah, like what yeah. happens? I kind of want to know. Like it's right. sad, but I want to know. Who are we voting off? The patriarchy. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, that's solid. Slay. Um. I 
I know you gave an offering for Athena. I have to vote Athena off. The the Rachne stuff is so bad. It's so bad. I it this is. is my biggest problem with Athena is that like they're all bad. And I I pretty much across the board support women's wrongs. I I don't Greek mythology, Athena is like the one goddess that like gets pitted against other women in like such a like unsympathetic way i don't know the medusa stuff is bad and the arachne stuff is bad and it like it it adds up after a while athena so i have to be like hey problematic fave you know (laughs) there's one dub that she took it too far (laughs) yeah she like loves to transform women into monsters like her particular everyone loves to transform women into monsters in greekness but like she has like a high body count (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Was she Agatha Please. then? Is she the Agatha to Arachne's wonder? Yes. Perhaps. It was Agatha all along. It, it was Athena. <laughs> oh, it was all, that was what I should have said. Damn it. <laughs> so good. So good. <laughs> I don't know who to vote off. The ghosts kind of annoyed me. So yeah, no, it. that's fair. They were really the all of them. They were kind of annoying. Because <laughs> all the other good ones have been taken. And I don't think that Athena was like bad enough to get two. Just because, like, you know, she's written very poorly in this book and I feel bad about it. Oh, I'm voting her off for the things she's done outside this book. Oh, period. That is story. Yeah. How do you spell ghosts? Raiden, you're 21. G O U. No, there's no U. G H. G H O S T. Why did I think there was a U? There is for ghoul. Yeah, ghost. Ghost. Um. <laughs> Slay. Um, Fran, who do you vote off? Um, I would half second the patriarchy, but also um, I want to vote off Annabeth's broken ankle because fuck that ankle. Yeah. Um, they ruined everything. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I realize that half makes, a, makes it that I've just like chopped off her foot. But um, she gets to keep it. Just the ankle is just in, um, uh, it's, it's in trouble yeah it's in trouble i shouldn't think of a like like a cooler line but i was like what i can come up with it's in trouble (laughs) all righty folks that is all for this week join us next week where we'll be discussing chapters 37 through 40 through the theme of self Sorry. Make sure to follow us on all of our social media accounts. We're at Return to Camp on every platform that matters. And we also have a coffee account and a Redbubble store and a website, www.returntocamp.com. Fran, before you go, would you like to plug anything? 
Yeah, I'll only plug a few because I have too many. Um, I'm at <laughs> a dose of Fran on um, social media. You can find my website for all of my novels at francescamcmahon.com. Um, you can pre-order Home to the Wild now on all stores, I think. Yes. Um, and uh, you can also get the prequel short story that is out now on all ebook platforms. Uh, if you can't wait. Please buy it, I'm poor. Right. <laughs> 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 Thank you as always for for visiting. Yes, this was so much Yay. fun. Thank you for coming yeah. on. Yeah, no, it was great. I'm glad to be here.